welcome to episode 186 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are keeping it simple and having some uh, a different kind of Basil Hayden. Yeah, this is the uh, Basil Hayden Toast. Uh, it's their small batch. It's good. Yeah, it's really it's good. very, very good. Um, it's got these like toasted wood and vanilla notes with it mm-hmm. um it's it's a good yeah good good bourbon it really is i know i think this would be a good one i think that all of the basil hayden stuff it would be good for a couple to have their own little tasting by all four kinds. Yeah. yeah you know and and uh taste them maybe cheapest to most expensive <laughs> yeah cheapest to most expensive mm-hmm. but some the of them might be yet the same price so well yeah the it depends on where you go they're <clears throat> relatively close the 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 regular the rye and the toast are all around the same price mm-hmm. and then the 10 year yeah is the most expensive yeah yeah 10 years is usually going to be locked up in your liquor store uh-huh yeah the yeah, featured cabinet or something more yeah we got that maybe that's next week oh i know yeah it's good uh-huh it is good they're it's all really good. good i love all the basil Hay- i would be completely happy with any of those mm-hmm. yeah for sure i know i know and on, <laughs> on valentine's day like that's what yeah, that's what i had at uh-huh the, at the at uh, uh rusted chop house right mm-hmm. was the basil hayden yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so this week we are going to be talking about how the grass is greener <laughs> yep or it can be i guess um but uh before we get started with that Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yep. This one's pretty simple. The worst part about my work husband is having to go home to my real husband. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's you why. Just do what you do. You that's marry what, your work that's husband. what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you do what I did. That's yeah. Or that's great, when you do what I did. Yeah. Maybe the grass is greener. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Probably so. Uh-huh. If that's the case, if you're... If you're well, one, if you're looking forward to going to work mm-hmm. because of your work husband. And or work wife. Or, yeah, or work wife. Uh, and then are not looking forward to going home because of your real spouse. Mm-hmm. That is a huge problem. Who's who's happier to see you? I mean, I remember when I would walk in through the doors at the ER where we worked and mm-hmm. you were at the counter. You always smiled real mm-hmm. big and... You were lit up, and you were always happy to see me come in, and I never got that at home. I, I did from my dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was it. I know. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, my son, he was always happy to yeah. see me, but my ex was not. She mm-hmm. wasn't excited. Yeah. It was just kind of your typical, hey, how was your day? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just this complacent response to everything. Yeah, I know. And as I- long as that complacent response is a good, very positive, mm-hmm. excited, happy one. And that's a good complacency. Yeah. Most of the time it's not though. I know. Yeah. I'm always happy to see you mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, I guess we we don't have too many moments away from each other, but like even like today going, I went to the grocery store, you know, and and I get back and you're happy to see me. Well, I mean, and... when, we, when we go to conferences, if I, if I have to go down and speak or I have to go down and present or mm-hmm. something like that, when I come back to the room, you're always like, hey, like I'm happy to, I bring you a coffee. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, and it's like, 
we just didn't see each other for a couple hours. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like a dog. <laughs> I know. But Happy yeah. Happy to see you. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I think that's a, I think that's a good, it, it, that one really hits home for us because mm-hmm. it's, um, I don't know if I'd necessarily call it a dumbass post. I think that if you're, if you're sharing that in <clears throat> jest, there's a half truth there. Mm-hmm. That's not just a made up feeling. And I think that th- there's little things that happen like that in life that you don't tend to over examine because you either don't think to, or you're kind of scared to. I, I think that it's the second one, but it, there may be some real 100% truth in there that mm-hmm. you're just too intimidated to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that ties very well with the topic for the day. Oh, for sure. Um, be, because we, we, we've heard year. I mean, I, I don't remember never not hearing the statement that, be careful, the grass isn't always greener. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess to be fair, the statement hasn't been, the grass is never greener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but most people, that that's typically... I think the m- most people say, though, the grass isn't greener. Mm-hmm. They don't say... Always. Uh-huh. Yeah. The grass isn't always greener. They, they say, say the, the grass, grass isn't, isn't greener. greener. Yeah. And I think that, it, yeah, it is something that we've heard our entire life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to remember, like, because I remember, like, I remember being a kid and my parents saying that. And I was like, like, what is that? What does that mean? You Mm -hmm. know, like, and I was pretty young. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I remember like that moment, just like kind of learning what that, what it actually meant. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But like, so many people say this though. Mm -hmm. And it's, and a lot of the time it is, I mean, you know, you could say that with, with jobs. I mean, mm-hmm. most people you hear about jobs and stuff like that, but you hear it a lot with relationships. And, and it's, you know, it's another version of it can always be worse. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Things can always be worse, but things can be better. Yeah. And and that's that's what, you know, I, I think individually, it's this way with so many things. This is the way with fitness. This is the way with finances. This is the way with relationships. This is the way with your job. It's this way with so many things where you have to hit your enough point. Mm-hmm. You you have to hit a point where you're so fed up with whatever the current state of whatever it is you're talking about, all those things I just listed, that you're ready to explore a change. Mm-hmm. And, and statements like the grass isn't greener or it can always be worse are things that hold timid people back. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a way to really, it's a controlling statement to keep people in line and not buck the system and not do anything to better their situation or make any change at all. Mm-hmm. And far too many people fall for that. I know. And and they sit there and, and say, and the people that you hear give these examples typically are idiots. Mm-hmm. It was a pattern of behavior that they exhibited where they made multiple bad decisions and then try to write it off as well. You know, I did this and did this and got burned and, you know, things can always, I thought at the time the grass would be greener and things could be better and it was way worse. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, because you're a moron. Because you made it worse. Yeah, you made it worse. Um, And so when you see people, yeah, when I see girls that just are always with a bad partner, like they're always with the loser. They're always with the drunk. They're always with the druggie. They're always with, 
you know, the cheater. They're always with the guy with no job. What, whatever these horrible characteristics that we've talked about here a lot that you typically see in guys. And then you see the typical girl that, you know, we've kind of, uh, you know, basically said that they deserve that kind of partner because mm-hmm. they don't really put forth what it takes to get a good partner. But when you, those are the people that, that live in this will of it can't be greener mm-hmm. because she just habitually picks a shitty partner. She cheats on her crappy partner with another crappy partner. Yeah. You know, you're already, you're already with some guy that's got three kids by three baby mamas. You cheat on him with somebody that has two kids with two baby mamas, and you mm-hmm. expect things to be different. You think he's better. You mm-hmm. think that that situation is going to be better. You know, you met your first boyfriend or your last boyfriend in the club. Yeah, you cheated on him with the next guy you meet in the club. Yeah, and you know, or or whatever those circumstances are, you you you're not changing your situation. So obviously, the grass isn't going to be greener. Mm-hmm. Um, now the lawn care rebuttal for all of that is when someone says, you know. If you want your grass, what is it? Water. It's the, it, yeah, the grass is greener. The grass is greener where you water it. Yeah. is what m- a lot of people say. Right, and so that that really points to the if you work on it, if you fertilize mm-hmm. it, if you water it, if you treat it, if you do everything you can to have the greenest grass in your lawn as possible, it's going to be green. And that's not an untrue concept, right? Mm-hmm. But that's still where it takes two of you. To make that grass green. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when you look at, you, you kind of have to start to dissect on, first of all, why is your grass dead in the first place? Mm-hmm. And, and that's where you need to look for those characteristics. You need to look for what's missing. Are those things comparable to the, the analogy there that you can, you know, green up your own grass? Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes it is. And then that's, I don't want to say it's an easy fix, but it's a simple identified solution or solutions to fix that marriage and, and create that green grass in your own backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you aren't doing that, you're just being lazy anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so whenever I personally dealt with people telling me this, I guess specifically my ex's mom, Telling me that whenever I left him, the grass isn't greener. Mm-hmm. And for years and years and years, and still now to this day, I am like, ha ha, bitch. I was right. You were wrong. Mm-hmm. The grass is greener. <clears throat> and <clears throat> it's because I picked better grass yeah (laughs) you know to 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 grow Mm -hmm. like um there's there's shit grass out there um that that isn't as healthy of a a grass that you can buy and i know that i'm really kind of you know going deep into the the actual grass part but but it's true Mm -hmm. and and it's true with how I have now found a partner that was a whole hell of a lot better. Right. And was that received the the water and nutrients or care that I gave it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
but there but like you're right where where it's like it takes it does take the two people mm-hmm. to to fertilize and to to make sure that the grass is green yeah well and and <clears throat> i think to to dive into the analogy even more <laughs> yeah you have to identify that you're with fucking grass in the first place. Mm-hmm, not Too weeds. many people are with weeds. Uh-huh. And they're fertilizing and watering and trying to grow weeds. And what happens when you do that? The weed just gets bigger. Oh the weed just gosh. gets stronger. And it chokes out the grass. Yeah. And that's what so many people have done is mm-hmm. you're with a fucking weed. You're not even in a yard. You're not even with grass. There is no grass. Mm-hmm. It is absolute weeds. Um, and they will dig in. And say, well, the grass isn't greener. Mm-hmm. Any grass is greener compared to the weeds that you're with right now. Yeah. And, and so I think that that's, that's the first thing. And, and once again, you know, you look at, well, 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 okay, talk to me in normal language. What do you mean I'm with a weed? And it's all the stuff we've talked about. He's, he's an addict. He's a loser. Mm-hmm. He's jobless. He's abusive. He's irresponsible. He has no drive. He cheats he lies he keeps secrets he goes on guys night out he takes trips without you he has a life separate from you i mean there's we can list 20 things and we have on various episodes of this podcast Mm -hmm. that help you identify a weed and if you're that stupid that you keep picking the weeds that's why you don't have any grass in the first place Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know and 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 once again and guys you know if you're we're talking to you about the girls being the weeds it's that same stuff she's a bitch she's mean she's you know, worried about being a boss babe instead of a good woman. She mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, going out for girls' night. She gets inebriated with her friends. She talks shit about you. She talks shit to you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these things that you can identify with these 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 traits that these weed women can have mm-hmm. um, that identifies it. And then you're like, well, why why can't I fix it? And, and a weed's never going to be grass. Mm-mm. A weed's never going to be grass. The only way to get rid of a weed is to choke that bitch out. <laughs> that sounds like I'm promoting violence. I know. No. Is to dig that weed up and toss it out into somebody else's yard. Yeah. For Let real. it infect something else. Yeah. That I know. Like that is that that's the biggest thing like cuz it's never going to be anything good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny though like cuz you could um, it's one time when we were living in Colorado we actually, uh, we had like a little flower garden, little thing in our front yard. And, uh, and there was this like, it looked like a pretty flower, mm-hmm. but it was a big ass weed. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember Seth being like, oh man, that's really pretty. And like, I was like, but babe, that's a weed. And you're like, no, it's, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah, that's a weed. But so like, even with that being said, like, you could have very attractive yes, weeds. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could have a weed that is, is blending in with the flowers yeah, and the beautiful grass. Yeah. Yeah. That tricks you mm-hmm. into thinking that there's something better there, but there really isn't. They really still are just a weed. And that, that pretty weed was killing everything else yes. around Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's yeah. a good one. I, like I know. That. I thought you were gonna talk about the infestation we ended up having. Oh my gosh. I mean, dandelions are weeds. Uh-huh. And just like what we're talking about, some idiot around us had dandelions in the yard and they're the little floaty things blew in our yard, and I had to completely 
basically wipe out the entire yard and start over from scratch. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens in the relationship. Yeah. It, once, once that stuff starts attacking the grass or the fiber of your relationship, <clears throat> it's it's gone. You, I mean, to get once again, you have to just get rid of the weeds. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to identify what type of partner you're with. And and just like the one you just said, you could have a very attractive partner that meets a couple of the things like, oh, this one, it's you know, this one's pretty. It's standing out. It makes me feel good. I like looking at it. Mm-hmm. It smells nice. Mm-hmm. Bitch is a fucking weed in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And it's going to kill everything around it. Yeah. And so you have to be careful with it. Um, and But once again, identifying what you're actually dealing with is something that you can save, mm-hmm. that you can fertilize, that can grow, that's not a dead-end weed like we've been talking about it is, is going to be at least the first step. You have to know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You have to know what you're dealing with. You have to know what kind of party you have. You have to know what kind of relationship you have. And, and you know, we, we lean very heavily into most people are in bad relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and a majority of those are in awful relationships. Yeah. And, and so identifying what kind of relationship you have and the problems you have are what's going to dictate really what your solution should be. Are these repairable? Are they fixable? Are, are these relationship-ending type of ordeals and and once you look at what you have that's what's going to dictate is the grass green or not Mm -hmm. and and there are some once again if you identify that there's a weed any grass is greener Mm -hmm. and so that's an easy answer right there well you're with the weed so just find some grass Mm -hmm. now you see someone who dropped you know dumps that weed of a partner and ends up with some shitty grass Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit of an improvement mm-hmm. and that's where you know you see the girl that dumped the loser and she's with this guy that's not as big of a loser or she was with a loser who was a a, a pothead and alcoholic and couldn't hold down a job now mm-hmm. she's with a loser who has a job and he's a pot has a job but it's a shitty job and he he's a pothead and he just drinks casually and everybody's like oh my gosh look what a much better boyfriend this is mm-hmm. and it's like no it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know. Is it uh, th- technically is he better? Okay, yeah, he's not a drug addict and he's not an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But it's still not the person you would want them to be with. I know. Well, it's funny because like we've seen this. I mean, we've seen it happen a lot in in people that we've known and and stuff like that. Like uh one that I'm thinking of specifically uh was a male and female or uh, 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 the female well i don't know maybe they're both a little bit of weeds but uh this man he he had a wife and she was awful to to him and to his friends and to everybody and then like and he got he got with this other new chick and they it seemed like everybody but us liked her, mm-hmm. but everyone else, I guess, knew the other the ex wife better than what we did, mm-hmm. and and they were like, "But she's so much better than her," and we're like, "Yeah, but she is awful. She's still a piece of shit." Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like how how are you saying <clears throat> that this 
person is any better than anybody. Mm -hmm. If if somebody is bad for a person, yeah. no matter if they were a little bit better than the the last person, mm -hmm. it's they're not that's not a good move. Yeah. It it's <clears throat> it's just you want you want to make sure that it is without a shadow of a doubt completely different yeah. of a person than what your previous partner mm -hmm. was not just oh yeah they're they're like they're, you know they're yeah. better no they have to be really better yeah <laughs> i know yeah and i think that's what it was though i think socially the bar was so low for him mm -hmm. that anything that wasn't his ex was better mm -hmm. and and uh, technically okay i will concede they were better if you guys all say she's better, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean she's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that that was the whole beef with that. Mm -hmm. People are like, well, you didn't know his ex. Well, I, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I mean, it a shitty person's a shitty person. Yeah. Period. I mean, okay. Yeah. But I mean, and, and, and you kind of hit on it, but there's a few of you that you're you're a weed yourself. Yeah. And you're with weeds. Uh-huh. So have fun in your weed garden. Stay away from the grass, <laughs> period. I know. You know? I know. But, I mean, <clears throat> I think that... I think that people... Like... We... Not, not, not on real... Not on not actual grass and weeds and everything, but people can actually work on themselves, though. Mm. And not be that way. And be able to hopefully work on themselves enough to where they are able to have somewhat of a green grass mm -hmm. on. Well, and, and, and I think you hit on kind of the, the really important next part. Um, you need to be green grass yourself that somebody wants to mm -hmm. grow with. Mm -hmm. um, and that hits right on that. You have to work on yourself. You need to make sure that, that you're going to be the partner that deserves that good partner, mm -hmm. um, and that that's where you see these this this cycle the cycle that a lot of people take, where they just aren't improving their situation enough to justify why they're leaving these relationships, and just keep you know you keep seeing them repeating the same mistakes over and over, just with different partners, mm -hmm. is because as we said earlier, you're getting the partner you deserve, mm -hmm. and you get everything you deserve because the way you behave, the way you present yourself, the way you look, the way you act, the way you carry yourself, whatever it is. You're only attracting a certain quality of person anyway, mm -hmm. um, and and you you can't be, you know, a not well-rounded individual that has a lot to offer, and then be upset that you ended up with the same type of partner. Mm -hmm. And it, it's become very cliche for people to say when they break up, "Well, I'm I'm going to focus on myself." And what the fuck does that mean? Mm -hmm. Because everybody that says that does dick about it. It, 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 they do you see this all the time what do you think they really do like like because i don't they don't really do that they just say that they yeah. are going to do it do they do they say i'm gonna fo i think that i think especially with women i don't know about men but i think i think mainly women say this anyway mm -hmm. i don't know maybe i'm wrong um but i think that uh mainly women say that yeah, I'm going to work on me. And I think that what they mean by working on me is 
I was with a guy that didn't want me to go out on girls night, didn't want me to do this, do that, and was controlling, quote unquote, or a narcissist <laughs> or mm-hmm. something. And so I'm going to have my girls time and do things that I want to do. I want to do all the hoary behavior things yeah. that my ex didn't want me to do. Uh-huh. And, and that, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. That's usually what they mean. <clears throat> I'm going to focus on me. It has nothing to do with self-improvement. Yeah, actual self yeah, It's a completely self-centered approach to, I feel like I haven't had fun in my, and, and I'm not saying you should have been in the relationship in the first place, mm-hmm. but your actions post-relationship really speak the loudest to the type of partner that you weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as I say that, it kind of hits me of how me and my ex both behaved as our relationship ended. Mm-hmm. I focused on my son and accidentally fell in love with you. Mm-hmm. She immediately went out for the first year and dated a multitude of men mm-hmm. to try to find out who she was. Who she was. <laughs> I know. And yeah. focus on herself uh-huh. and go on girl trips and go out of t- state and, and you know, date this kind of guy and th- date somebody younger, date somebody older, date somebody richer, date somebody, you know. Yeah. She was, that she was her that. trying I to know. find herself. Men don't do that. No. Um, and someone that's not the problem in the relationship doesn't behave that way either. Because mm-hmm. you were the girl. I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I didn't feel the need to do any of that. I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to find myself. Well, I mean, and, and, I mean, I think that you, you had kind of partially identified the greener grass. Yeah. Anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. You didn't. You, you... Yeah, but people, but, but that was the thing though, is people telling me the grass isn't greener. Right. And, like... That could be something, like, you don't realize, I think that people that say that are only people that are in bad relationships and stuff Mm -hmm. that will tell you the grass isn't always greener. And I think that that could be very bad advice. Oh, for sure. I mean, it would have been, if I would have listened and stayed, that would have been... Well, and how many people make that mistake? Oh That's my the gosh, problem. yeah. So many people make that mistake because they're too scared to take a chance. They're too scared. They're, they don't have the confidence to move forward, and, and they stay in an awful relationship. I mean, that's one of the main reasons that we started the podcast mm-hmm. was to try to get the message out there. You don't have to stay in a loveless, sexless, awful relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay in that situation. And if you do want to stay in that situation, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. But you can change it. We are here to tell you that the grass is greener. I mean, that was some of the, that was, you know, before we even had the podcast, those were our thoughts about why do we see these people in this? Do they not realize that there's better options for them out there? Mm -hmm. And it's so fear-based and guilt-based and lazy-based and selfish-based why people stay in these bad relationships. That that's a hard thought process and habit and cycle to break in someone mentally to say, yes, I know you've been with this person for 20 years. Yes, I know you have three kids. Yes, I know you have a house. Yes, I know you have whatever it is you're tied together. 
Mm-hmm. Is that the death sentence you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know. that's how these people end up in this gray divorce that we talked about a few episodes. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think that, you know, identifying really the path that's going to give you the best potential for a happier life if you do it the why the wise way and if you're not a dumbass and you're not a shitty partner and you pick someone that's not a shitty partner mm-hmm. your success rate is 100%. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I know. I know. And I think that like being wise and smart about it <clears throat> I think I think those are very key words with all of this because I see I, I mean, I know that there are other reasons why people say, you know, the grass isn't greener. And it's because someone just had an affair with mm-hmm. with a person and they think that they're going to leave their their current partner for them type yeah. of thing. We're not talking about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, because realistically with with that kind of a situation it would be like i would be like why would why wouldn't they cheat on you though Mm -hmm. if they're cheating on their partner right now i have seen other situations where that actually has worked out too Mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 it's hard to say it is hard to say like because some people really really do fall in love that way Mm -hmm. um but I would say more times than not with that, yeah, it would be okay. You're kind of you're kind of being delusional, <laughs> and don't understand that he's really not in love with you. You're in love with him, mm-hmm. or you're just having better sex with him than you were your husband. So just leave your husband, and and then find someone else. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. <clears throat> excuse me um yeah I, I think that that's i mean looking at at some of the stuff that you know would really dictate well what what is comparatively what is greener grass mm-hmm. um and it has to be not nece- it can't be solely based on emotions and feels mm-hmm. those are very important but it has to be something that you can substantiate uh, it has to be, you know, I don't, when, when guys look at, at women that they're with and they say, well, she's mean, that's not his opinion. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think she's mean. She's mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that that's not, a, that's a fact-based statement. When a woman says that a guy doesn't please her sexually, that's not an opinion. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. He's not pleasing her sexually. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to decide in your relationship what, and and a lot of times people get married for the first time, they don't have a list. Mm -hmm. People get married four times, they still don't have a list. That's true. But you don't really have a list. But as you start to be with people, as you start to mature, as you start to grow as your relationship, or your relationship starts to fall apart, you start to develop this, this mental or even physical checklist of what you want in a partner. And or don't want or don't want mm-hmm. and you start to find out that you know sometimes people are very negative and they're like well you know my my partner doesn't have all of these qualities that I'm looking at um, and you need to make sure that those are qualities that you're going to be able to find in other people one, one of the things I deal with in in the industry that I work in is 
I will talk to customers or potential clients um, that are like, well, I want my product to have A, B, C, D, F, and G. And it's like, well, no products have that. Mm -hmm. So your checklist can't be met. You're never going to find that match. Mm -hmm. That's not realistic. Yeah, it's not realistic. So you need to make sure that your checklist is, first of all, realistic. Because if you're, and and this is harsh, and that you're worthy of those expectations. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, a low value, uh, let me, I'm trying to, in my head, flip this so I quit picking on the girls so much. If you're a guy that has a dad bod, you've you know, got a comb over, you aren't attractive on the relative relative scale of looks, you're like a five or below, mm-hmm. um, you're under six foot, mm-hmm. you don't have a great career, you're still renting, mm-hmm. you... you middle-aged. Know, yeah, middle-aged. Your profile picture on Facebook is your nose and forehead and then whatever <laughs> background's behind you. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, if you're this kind of guy and you're like, well, I want my woman to be, uh, uh, she needs to have a supermodel quality. She needs to, you know, you know, give head like nobody's ever received. She needs to <laughs> please me sexually all the time. She needs to take care of herself. Um, she needs to, you know, whatever it is, she needs to know how to cook. She needs to know how to clean. She needs to be submissive, uh, unrealistic expectation. Now, do yeah. those girls exist? Absolutely. Those girls exist. And those are high value women. Mm-hmm. You, my friend are a low value piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will not get that kind of partner. So you need to realistically have expectations of the kind of partner you have now. Because if you're that middle-aged guy with a comb over who's five foot seven, who doesn't take care of himself, who has a dad bod and a beer gut and no money and no good job and no home and no equity in anything, and you're like, well, yeah, my wife now, she only has sex with me once a month. Um, she, you know, doesn't cook that good. Uh, you know, I have to get on to her about helping around the house. You know, I always have to watch what she wants to watch. Dude, you got the partner you deserved. Yeah. Because you aren't bringing shit to the table. Uh-uh. So that's your lot in life. That is about as green as the grass is going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once again, having realistic expectations of what is out there. He's cracking me up, by the way. Our little blade is over here under a blanket acting like a fool. Um, <laughs> but you, you've got to have a realistic expectation. Mm-hmm. And, and so as you make that mental checklist... You need to make sure that you're also making a checklist on what that type of partner would want out of their partner. Yes, that is important. Yeah. That's very important. Dude. Oh, yeah. Well, and speaking of, if you want to improve yourself, if you got that dad bod and you're ready to hit the gym, you know, as we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, we are now sponsored by Titan Nutrition. Um, and one of the things that I've been taking, I talked last week about the Enlight that mm-hmm. I take for the focus and the energy. Excuse me. Uh, I also have been taking their pre-workout called Kickin'. Uh, I love it. I've taken all kinds of pre-workouts. I've taken some that upset my stomach. I've taken some that don't work. I am a beta alanine fiend. I Uh like the tingle. Some people don't like it. I know they do sell pre-workout. Yeah, they sell pre-workout that doesn't have the beta alanine in it. Yeah, doesn't have it. So if you don't like that intense tingle, um, go with that route. I like it. So I get the 
kicking that they sell. Um, it's great. It gives you a really good pump during the workout. It's designed to keep you motivated throughout your entire workout. Uh, you know, you're going to lift better. You're going to feel better. You're going to stay focused throughout that workout. Um, and it doesn't stick with you. I work out in the evening. Mm-hmm. And so as long as you put in the work, whenever you take the kick in it, it doesn't stick with you where I have, I don't have any problems going to sleep. Yeah. The caffeine and all that wears off. Um, the tingles and the jitteries are gone throughout the workout. Uh, so it's a great product. I love it. Um, it's my go-to uh, pre-workout now. I've actually ditched what I've been taking for the last couple of years. It's really good. Oh, and the flavors. Oh my gosh. Awesome. It's, I, my, it's my favorite part yeah, probably. Is the they they have part. all kinds of flavors. I'm currently yeah. doing the game day gummy. Mm-hmm. It tastes like the gummy uh, shoestrings. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Uh, it's what it reminds me of. Uh-huh. But it's really good. It's got a little bit of tartness to it. Um, and it starts working immediately. So mm-hmm. once again, Tight Nutrition. If you go on their website and you want to order some of the Kick In It or the Enlight uh, or any of the products that we've been talking about on here, use code MOTR at checkout and you're going to get 10% off your order plus free shipping. So check them out at tightennutrition.net. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Yeah. But I, um, I, you know, one thing I did, I wanted to kind of bring up too, also about, because <clears throat> we, we recently shared, I don't know, I guess a couple of weeks ago, maybe, um, uh, by, by this point, um, the, that clip from that movie and the, the women being, or the, how oh, the, the woman, husband cheated? yeah, the, how mm-hmm. the husband cheated and, and she's, She's nice. She's, you know, all of these things that she doesn't, she doesn't call me an idi- yeah. idiot, you know, uh, that, that clip, that is something very, well, we had like what, three other podcast platform or podcast, Pla- podcast relationship, relationship coaches people share it and, stuff, and like yeah. remix it and mm-hmm. put their little spin on it and talk about it. And, um, yeah, I mean, when I first saw that, it was like, man, that it's such a powerful clip and it's not to promote cheating. Mm hmm. But it it just answers a big question because I, you know, I, I, I still see a lot of just mean women out there mm-hmm. that I don't know if they, I don't know why they have a chip on their shoulder. I don't know why they feel that, that men, the male sex owes them something, why they, they tend to carry around these very masculine domineering traits that ends up being mean to the guy to where they... They devalue him, they degrade him, they put him down. And that, that's really what that clip hits on is finally, you know, the guy the guy cheats. He has enough. And, mm-hmm. You know, you know, the girl wasn't prettier, younger, thinner, better looking, and the woman has no idea. She doesn't understand why. Um, because we've seen that. We've seen several women who have said, look at look at this bitch he cheated on me with. Yeah, she looks like a troll or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they say all these awful things, and it's like, well, yeah, you're missing some key things. Mm-hmm. A, she was sexually interested in him, and you aren't. Mm-hmm. B, she was nice to him, and you weren't. C, she listened to his thoughts and thought he contributed. You don't. Yeah. I mean, and there's all these things that, that as much emphasis as even we put on physical attraction and how you have to look, it's still stuff like that that shows you there are still way more important things out there that people need in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so I I I really, I really like that clip, and and it it struck a nerve with some people, a lot of people a lot really appreciate it. Like it. yes, yeah. exactly, uh-huh. and especially guys, guys, guys get that, and 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 you know. Well, there was women too, though that mm-hmm. like that commented or even messaged us and thanked us for sharing it and and having because they 
reflected mm-hmm. and they were like oh my gosh like i don't thank you for sharing this i don't want to this to be me ever in my yeah. relationship so i appreciate you guys sharing that mm-hmm. and so yeah it's it was yeah that was a really well and it, it is an opportunity for for women to look and and look at your circle of friends look at your social circles look at your other couple friends look at the look at the girls in your family your 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 in-laws your 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 cousins your aunts your sisters your your moms your grandmas whoever it is and are you the mean one are yeah. you part of the mean girl wife group are you are you that kind of partner mm-hmm. uh, i mean because it's it's very very important mm-hmm. um and it it's refreshing from a man's perspective to be like yeah guys are kind of getting sick of this dream. yeah i know um, we're not putting up with the mean the mean bitch anymore uh-huh um i know i know so it, but like even even with that and that clip and everything it's like how how it ties into all of this is that is that green grass mm-hmm. though for that guy yeah is that kind of woman that is that is nice that is that treats him well that mm-hmm. does have sex with him that doesn't yell at him doesn't call him, him an idiot mm-hmm. that is the green grass yeah and and <clears throat> the green grass could be could look could look different for different people yeah too and um i mean i think that it, i mean obviously there there's certain things that that are kind of no-brainer type stuff that yeah you're with a weed mm-hmm. <laughs> but some things I don't know. I I think that I think always you really have to look at every little aspect of your relationship. And if you're unhappy and look at why you're unhappy and, you know, what is the root cause for for all of that? And can I can I either fix it in our in my current relationship or is the grass going to be greener if mm-hmm. I move on elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, and that and that's that. That's why it ties into what are those those tangible things that you can actually identify um, in that, and that's where it helps you, you know, decide what's it, it, because even looking at that clip, even looking at it, whether it was my my ex wife or people that we've known or things like that, you would hope that that woman that hears like look i'm i cheated on you i'm leaving you this is over because you did these things you, there comes a point where you can't just dismiss your behaviors your attitudes your actions and how you carry yourself if you want true improvement if you want true greener grass if you want a true positive happy healthy functioning relationship you have to always take a really good hard look in the mirror and say, you know what? I am kind of mean. I, I didn't. And you, so it ties into what I'm saying. You would hope that someone looks at that and says that that girl in that situation or, or whatever I just referenced to is like, I'm not going to do that next time. Mm-hmm. 
far too often they don't fix it in their own relationship. I know. You you don't you you just don't hear a guy that was like, you know, my wife was really bitchy. She didn't have sex with me. She was mean. She called me an idiot. You know, I set her down and told her how I felt, and she stopped. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that. I wish you did. I know. I, I wish you did, and I think that. You see glimpses of that when either people go to counseling at their church or they go to therapy or they go to um, a couple's retreat. We've talked Mm -hmm. about those. They go to something where something sparks them or they hear about it from a friend. Like, oh, yeah, well, this girl I worked with, we have a lot in common and her husband just cheated on her. Uh, She's really attractive. She's really good looking. But, you know, he said that she was a bitch and all this stuff and... That started making me think about how I treat you. And and you see glimpses of this, and it's very short-lived. Mm-hmm. Where they, they straighten up for a minute, mm-hmm. but it's always going to return back to its natural state. Yeah. Um, they Maybe they go through a grief pattern. They lose someone close to them. Something life-changing happens, something really good or something really bad. And you see a temporary change in behavior. But, I mean, damn near 100% of the time, it, it, every case I can think of it is 100% of the time. Because I don't know anybody that didn't change their personality because unfortunately their personality sucks Mm -hmm. who they are as a person is kind of shitty um and even though they may have really good traits there's some really bad traits there as well that are keeping them from being in a good healthy healthy happy functioning relationship um and it takes that we need to sever this Mm -hmm. to finally realize that you know i can't treat a partner like that i know i know i'm trying to think like what what it is that that actually makes people change though and i mean i know that not everybody is going to have a realization or an epiphany that makes them oh the light bulb go off Mm -hmm. and i mean for me i think like because i'm i've said it before i was not a good partner (laughs) in I I wasn't good in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And should I have yelled at my partner? I guess that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> but um but I, there was there's no way that I would treat you that way. And I think that like learning from my previous relationship and and seeing what I did and and knowing now how I treat you it it was a problem and i don't i do not ever want to be that partner to you i i get that but that's the difference between a weed and grass that's true that's true you didn't make a conscious decision to say i'm not going to treat my next partner the way i've treated no, my ex i know you were <laughs> that weed was strangling the life out of you and you mm-hmm. reacted a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm green lush grass over here, baby. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> um, but I think that that, I mean, that that's the difference is it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like the same stuff we've talked about on here before, like the chicken and the egg. The, is the bitch there or was the bitch created? Right. <clears throat> you know? Um and I think that that's where, once again, you, you don't know until you end up in that other relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you find yourself in that in that other relationship and reverting back to being your old self, mm-hmm. 
you may want to really self-evaluate at that point yeah because it's probably you i mean it's funny because nowadays you you, your girls have different problems than they did before it's the same problems but it's in a different platform because of social media um you know i think that if if you're if you're a girl and you're like like i i had i had to break up with my ex because he was just so controlling he wanted to know where i was at all the time he overanalyzed everything I did on social media. He didn't want me hanging out with the girls. He would throw a fit when guys would comment on my my boob photos, and I got out of that controlling mess. And I'm with somebody else, and and he's pulling the same thing. Uh-huh. It, once again, like the toxic thing, bitch, it's you. Mm-hmm. You're the problem. Yeah, it's not that you need to find a guy that's gonna because if you do find a guy that's okay with that, that's gonna be a very beta low value. Man. Doormat. Yeah, guy. for sure. That you won't be happy with in the long run. Mm-mm. I know. So you need to change you need to change your behaviors or find the guy that's worth you changing your behaviors for. Uh-huh. Um, but you need to be you need to be bringing your best game to the table to get yeah. that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And realistically that means that you do need to change. You, yeah. You oh, shouldn't, for sure. You shouldn't be that way. That is ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah so yeah i mean but that's that that that's where you 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 have to identify and accept that the problem is you Mm-hmm. yeah you know i know and and part part of the problem is you guys are all looking in the same yard yeah that's you true. find a big patch of weeds out there that you think is grass in an open field because you're you know, you're within a 10-mile square radius of where you grew up and went to school, and it just produced a bunch of weeds. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm trying to find the diamond in the rough out here, and like, it doesn't exist. Mm-mm. doesn't exist. And if it does, they're already taken. Yeah. So quit. You need <laughs> to go find another field to look for yeah. or look in. Uh-huh. Um, that is, I know, that's a big problem. Yes. Is, yeah. I mean, like, where'd you meet this guy? Oh, at the same club you let, met your last three boyfriends at. Oh, you guys went to the same high school. Oh, you've been out of high school for ten years, and you went back to that. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Good job, dipshit. Yeah. You found another piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, what did you think was going to happen? I know. You know. Yeah, I know. That's so dumb. But it happens all the time. So yeah. much. Mm-hmm. So so much. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean. I think that it the the whole purpose of the episode obviously was that the the grass is greener can be greener mm-hmm. if you if you do if you I guess if you bring your best self forward and you find the good grass yeah uh, yeah I mean if you really want to stick in continue to dig into the analogy mm-hmm. what lawn care items are you bringing <laughs> if you find a what you think is a great patch of green grass and you show up with you know a weed eater without any of the spool of string left in it and no mower and no fuel and no fertilizer no water mm-hmm. you can't expect that grass to stay green anyway Mm-mm. um and like we said, you need to make sure you're identifying grass in the first place. Yeah. 
And that's where it's, it needs to be some of those things, all those things we've talked about. Some of the stuff on your mental checklist, some of the stuff that we've put out on our checklist of the quality of person, guy, girl that you're looking for. You need to identify that that's good grass in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where, you know, from your, your position of your last one, it wasn't just, well, this other guy I'm interested in isn't an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. If you take the one big problem you had with your ex or that these these people were talking to on here, if you take the one big problem, it can't just be that that's the only thing that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, well, this guy's, okay, obviously, huge bonus, he's not an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. B, I enjoy spending all my time with him. Mm-hmm. C, he's driven. Mm-hmm. D, he has aspirations. Mm-hmm. You know, e, he takes care of himself. Whatever it is, it has to just be more than the one big thing isn't there. I know, I know, you know, I think that, I think about that, but I also think that, like, I'm trying to think because, because I know that when, when we were, you know, courting each other or whatever, and I guess, like, some people could have looked at stuff like, like red flags and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when you when you find somebody and one they're they're not all the way divorced, like is that you know, should you wait until they are completely divorced? <laughs> and cuz I didn't with you. Well, yeah, but that it's not like my ex and I were on a break. Right. We were I know. She had filed. Uh-huh. We were the only reason that, I mean, the first date that you and I went on, her and I were living under the same roof, but she was, what, a week away from moving out? Mm-hmm. She yeah. had, She was already dating somebody else. Yeah. We she had, we had already filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. All of that. It, it's not like, I met you, and I'm like, yeah, my wife and I aren't getting along. We've, we've temporarily separated. Mm-hmm. What are you? That's not how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, found, I sound like I'm trying to justify it, but <laughs> I, I just want to make sure that it's, yeah. it wasn't just that... We may or may not get divorced. We're seeing what happens. It was it was done. I know. But another thing is like uh is is the there's always three sides to every story. Mm-hmm. And was what you were telling me was that the truth or not? Yeah. Was it the truth and and was it really true? And and really I think that you just have to be you have to well, you have some kind of sense. And you knew me. I know. That's you true. You knew me for... If it was just some random dude, if you were just yeah. some random dude and this was happened, I may have I may have been like, yeah. If, if I had just started working there, mm-hmm. let, let's say instead of me, because June, June, July, August, September, October, November, I told you, we had known each other seven months mm-hmm. when I told you. We worked together two to three times a week, every week for seven months. Mm-hmm. We spent at least eight hours a day, most of those days, sitting right next to each other, mm-hmm. doing nothing but talking mm-hmm. and laughing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we were coworkers who passed each other in the hall. You and I sat mm-hmm. right four feet away from each other yeah. with nothing in between us but air mm-hmm. and developed a very good connection. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had started there after Labor Day... Mm-hmm. And this happened, and you and I had spent a little bit of time together. You thought I was a nice guy, you, you know. We didn't realize we had so much in common, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, "Oh, I'm getting divorced." 
I don't even know if there would have been any further conversation. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, I think there would have been more of a reason to doubt me. Mm -hmm. But I had shown zero indication that I was a liar. Mm -hmm. I had shown zero indication that I didn't have any integrity. I had shown zero indication that I wouldn't tell the truth or hide something or anything like that at all. Mm -hmm. Even all that being said, it still was on some level a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. But and to your point, you have to have some good sense about you mm-hmm. and have, if you can trust, you have to know you can trust your own gut. Most yeah. of you have a stupid gut. Yeah. So if you don't have a good track record of trusting your gut, don't trust your gut. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you trusted your gut on it and still took a chance. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold. It was good. I was right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't lying. Yeah. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. But I get that you still people you just, you won't know one hundred percent until you're in it, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing that I've talked about on here that I went through with you. I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah. of you to turn into psycho bitch that I can't stand to live with anymore. Yeah, I know. You know, twelve years later, here we are, happy as ever. Yeah, that bitch never showed up. <laughs> no, no, not not with you. <laughs> yeah, once again because it was greener grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I know. I hope we didn't over anal- analogize. <laughs> I know, that's what I was this entire thing. Too. But it's, it's a good analogy, though. It I mean, is. it's a really good analogy. Uh-huh. I, I, I think that that's because I, I hate that saying. I just I hate that saying. Mm-hmm. The grass isn't greener. Yeah, it's not. You stupid idiot. For you, mm-hmm. but it is for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Because you're an idiot, and they but, aren't. And the people that say that, look at them. Give them and their life and their decisions and their relationships and everything that makes them them. Look at them and tell me that you're 100% confident in their opinion on that. Mm-hmm. I know. That's for sure. Because you're going to find out they're not. Yeah. You know, it's the same type of person. It's like, oh, all men are assholes or all women cheat or mm-hmm. no, they don't. You're wrong. You've been burned and you've handled it wrong and you're kind of dumb. And that's why it seems this way. I know. I know. And I think that some people are like, they... They have, they have tried, they've taken a break from mm-hmm. their partner before and were burned or yeah. whatever. And they, and they, I don't know, they got, they were the dumbass that got into another bad, with another bad partner. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, I well, guess she wasn't as bad as I thought or yeah. whatever. Well, and, and you talked about the red flags that people could have pointed out on me. That's a very important thing. Mm-hmm. What red flags did you ignore ignore in your last relationship or your current relationship that you need to make sure you don't ignore again? Yeah. Learn from your mistakes. That's the biggest thing with this is yeah. this is why the grass doesn't get greener for people because you don't learn from your mistakes. Yeah. You don't learn how to pick a better partner. You don't learn how to look for a better partner. You don't learn where to look for a better partner. Mm-hmm. You don't learn you don't you keep falling for the same lines from the same loser type of people mm-hmm. um you keep maintaining an attraction for a lower level kind of partner mm-hmm. so stop yeah. break the cycle sometimes you need to go against your instincts because your instincts fucking suck yeah i know we just watched that seinfeld where george decided to be <laughs> the complete opposite yeah. and go against everything he ever did. He got a girlfriend. He got a job with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Be like George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I think the. I do think like, at least for me, 
when, because I learned and didn't make the same mistakes Mm -hmm. with, with you as I did my, my ex, I, and and, you know, I, I've seen that, that like, I've seen a quote or a meme or whatever floating around that says something like, like if you're, if you don't, if you, if you don't look back, I think it's like, if you don't look back at, at some of the shit you did and are like, oh shit, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Are you really learning or growing? Yeah, that's a good one. And <clears throat> I mean, for me, I can look back and I'm like, geez. Yeah, what was, was I thinking? That was yeah. awful. Oh my gosh. But I learned, but I learned. And that's the most important piece. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So just let us tell you again the grass is greener mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it can be yeah the ga- the grass can be greener mm-hmm. as long as you're not a dumbass yep <laughs> um but yeah i don't i don't have anything else to add to yeah you. me neither yeah um again uh be sure to check out titan nutrition titannutrition.net use code motr at checkout and get 10% off your order and free shipping. Um, like Seth said, we have been using some of their um, products, the the Enlight, the Protein. I I love the the um, Isolate. It's mm-hmm. really good. Like the few flavors that I've tried have been really, really good. And um, yeah, the, the macros and the calories are perfect. Like they're on point with, <laughs> with mm-hmm. what I believe in anyway. Um, but uh, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, on Marriage, and on Rumble, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.